Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. Happy New Year, broomheads! Happy New Year, broomheads. We made it out of the hellhole, the, what do they call it, um, in Buffy, in Buffy. Oh, the Hellmouth? <laughs> we we were, 2020 was, was our Hellmouth. Um, and mm-hmm. we're out of, we're at least out of that Hellmouth. You we're know? out of the Hellmouth, but I think we're still, we're in like the Hell Taint. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, like in the, like... in the, in the foyer, you know, we haven't fully made out the front door yet. Yeah, no, you're still hanging out in like no man's land. But hey, it's 2021 now and you're here with us. We're happy to be it's here with you. It's already won. Mm-hmm. We already won after that, you know? We did. We did. How are you, Lauren? Um, I was just telling Sneak, I'm, I'm a little bit hungover today. Um, mm. I, you know, I, I, I really just wanted to enter into this, <laughs> this new year um, <laughs> inebriated. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, doing well. Um yeah, this weekend has been has been good so far. I feel like I honestly when when the clock struck midnight on New Year's Eve, it felt like it was like a sigh of relief of like oh, I've never felt that at New Year's. Like yeah. it was just like a just like a nice like or like waking up the next day being like it's a different year. At least there's that, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're right. I think usually on New Year's Eve, I'm like more like excited and like pumped. And I feel yeah. like it was more of just like, I just need to see a new day. Like, I, yeah. like that will give me peace of mind knowing that I survived this year. Exactly. And there's still lots to go, but I, I, I'm alive. <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the bare minimum, I am alive. And yeah. Sneak, why don't you tell the listener um, how that was not pro- that that possibly was not going to be the case for you? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't even like I wasn't exaggerating. Oh, like I actually almost died. Like, <laughs> okay, um, let me the set this back from the dead. I know I'm back. The bitch is back. <laughs> um, uh, who's who's that? I don't remember. There's some famous old lady who says the bitch is back. Whatever. Also, um, my stomach just growled so loud, so I'm sorry if that picked up on the mic, but I think like it I, did. I, like, I heard it, though. <laughs> I didn't hear it. I heard it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, ooh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, on the 30th, so one day before New Year's Eve, I had a um, allergic reaction to what I think was shellfish. I've never had any problems as far as I'm concerned when it came to shellfish, but um, I guess I'll tell the story. That's the story. I'll be quick. Yes. Um, I just got off the phone with my cousin who actually just had a baby. Um, Congrats. And, you know, we're just, yeah, my cousin had a little baby. We're very excited. Sad I can't meet her, but I hope I can meet her sometime soon. But, yeah, we're off the phone, and I was like, oh, let me get some some food. Evan had made some, like, shrimp fried rice, and I was like, cool, going to eat that. And I've been, I've been watching a lot of um, – uh housewives potomac like, i've been catching up so i'm like i'm just like hooked in on that so i was like okay i'm gonna eat some shrimp fried rice watch my potomac gonna write a little bit later that was my plan for the day yeah so i <laughs> ate the shrimp fried rice sat down like whatever and i started to like get hives and, like break out and that's not weird for me like sometimes i get hives i don't know what my condition is really like i've gone to the mm-hmm. doctor for it and 
the takeaway has just been like sometimes I just I just get them and the best yeah. way to deal with them is just like to take like non-drowsy Benadryl or like a regular antihistamine like just to prevent yeah. it or when it happens take it so it started happening and I took one and I was like I'll be fine like it'll, it'll clear up but it kept spreading and it was like my skin was like so itchy like my scalp yeah. was itchy I was like really getting itchy and I was like they were starting to spread on me so I couldn't find my regular Benadryl. So I told Evan, I was like, can you just go, like, we have a gas station across the street. Go to the gas station, get me some Benadryl. He was like, fine. So I'm at home and, like, I'm, like, I'm in the bathroom and I'm looking at myself. And now it's, like, spreading on my face. Like, my the right side of my face, it's, like, my cheek is puffing up. Like, I have a, big, a really big welt. Like, it's on my chest. It's on my legs, my arm. And I was like, okay, this is, like, really bad. All of a sudden, I start to feel my lips and tongue starting to swell and I was like oh shit and like I try to swallow and I I, the kind of like it was like I kind of hesitated and I was like okay no I need to call now like this is like if your tongue is swelling like your throat can start to swell so I was like I was like oh this is bad bad so Evan like right when I was gonna do it Evan walked into the house I was like I was like you need to call 911 like just call 911 like, I need to go to the hospital right now. And, like, I was actually proud of myself that I was pretty calm. Like, I was directing him, yeah. like, tell him, like, telling him what I'm feeling. I was like, get my purse. Uh, I just got my medical card in the mail. I was like, it's in this drawer. Go get it. Put it in my purse. Get me my yeah. shoes. Get me my mask. Get wow. me my coat. I was like, just do, th- just do these things for these people come, right? And um, so I, I was okay, but I was, like, hyperventilating, but, like, trying to keep my yeah. cool. So they came in. They didn't have to take me on the stretcher, but they walked me out to the ambulance. And... This is when it got bad. I got to the ambulance and um, – well, because it's COVID, so you can't – Evan can come with me. Yeah. So I think it was – it really – I had a panic attack, honestly, and I think yeah. it was triggered by the fact of just like I've never had a medical emergency before. I've never been in an ambulance before, and I was alone. So I was like really During like, a pandemic. Yeah, so it was, it was like everything. shit. And I, and I don't know what's going on with me because I've never – I never had an allergic reaction like this before. Yeah. So I was like – I don't even know if that's what it is. Like I don't know what's yeah. happening to me. So we're in like the ambulance – and they're like, okay, we're going to give you um, some Benadryl. Like, they put me in, like, the bed. And, like, the um, – I didn't have paramedics. There were firefighters because they're short-staffed right now. So, like, they're firefighters, yeah. which is no shade. But also I think this is why this thing happened because the guy goes to in, to do the IV. And my left arm, I still have this br- – a, a huge bruise. I don't know if you can yeah. see it. Like, on my arm. Yeah. Because he That's goes to, to inject me and – I don't know what he fucking missed or did something and like blood like spurted out of my arm. And I was just like, I don't get freaked out by blood, but I was dead ass like, oh no, I'm not in good hands. I'm not in good hands. Because like, what? Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. So he like, he kind of like haphazardly cleans my arm up and it goes to use the other arm. I'm like, oh my God. Like, this is he's going to go. kill me. I know, and they're like two white paramedics. I was like, oh my God, like they're not going to listen to what yes, I have to say. I'm going to be like, another dead woman. Another Serena. <laughs> they're trying to give me like Serena, like, no, they don't listen to us. Like, you got to be like, they don't be listening to black women. Evan's not so, like, here to advocate for me. Like, yeah, what the like, fuck? I was like, my white, my white fiance is not here for me. Like, oh my God, I'm about to die, right? So, like, oh they go, gosh. the guy goes and like does the IV in my arm and injects the Benadryl in me. And all of a sudden, like, I've never been so scared in my life. Full on panic attack where yeah. I felt this weird feeling in the back of my throat. Like I and I, I finally felt like I was gonna faint, and I was just like hyperventilating and just like freaking the fuck out. Like I wasn't screaming or anything, but I just was like, I yeah. was like, I'm not okay, I'm not okay, I'm not okay. And they were like, "Your ma'am, you're fine. Like just calm down." I was like, "No, I feel weird. <laughs> I, I wasn't to feel this way. I wasn't to feel this way." And oh I'm fucking gosh. flipping out, and like to the point where he was like reading like stats. Like he was like, "Yeah, like her high, like her blood pressure is like 
going way up. My pupils yeah. were dilated. I was like fucking like having full on yeah. like in my head was convinced I was going to die. Like I never in my yeah. life, I was like, I'm dying. I'm dying right now in front of my apartment in an ambulance. I'm going to die right now. So I'm like flipping out. So they start taking me to the ambulance. I mean, to the hospital and the, um, <laughs> the paramedic was in the back with me. I felt like it was a little punk. I was like, I was like, are your hands, are your hands free right now? And he was like, what? And I was like, are your hands free? And he's like, yeah. I was like, can you hold my hand, please? No, my hand. I kid, you, I kid you not, I sounded like that. I just was like, mm. yeah. <laughs> so he holds my hand and he's like looking at my ring and he's like, he's like, oh, is that, was that your husband? I was like, oh, it's my fiance. <laughs> he's like, when'd you get engaged? I was like, oh, we. <laughs> I was so like fucking flipped out, but it helped calm me down because it, it, yeah. basically he was doing a grounding exercise, like getting me just to talk yeah. and like chill. Long story short, I ended up at the hospital. I stayed for like a few hours and gave me a bunch of Benadryl and like steroids. And um, oh my God, my nurse was like so hot. He was like this, like um, his oh, name was yes. Kevin. And he Ooh, was that's like- that's definitely a hot he, nurse Yeah, name. he was like a hot, like, you think he told me he was Korean-American, like a hot Korean-American nurse we with like it. tattoos on his arms. And we I was like, love Ooh. it. I was like, Kevin, hi. But like, <laughs> he was very nice. <laughs> I felt so bad for him because um, I got a lot of fluids and I had mm-hmm. to keep peeing and like I had yeah. to keep hitting like the, the button for him to like unhook me Cut. from all the shit and go to the bathroom. Aww. So I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm so sorry, Kevin. He was like, it's fine. He's like, don't apologize. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I was like, kept like walking through like past the nurse's station with my fucking gown. I'm sure they could see my whole ass like in my underwear. And like, Kevin oh. was like, damn, look at that He's ass. He's like, damn, mommy. And I was like, <laughs> Kevin, like, <laughs> but I'm alive. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Can you imagine if I had to come on today and be like, "Well, guys." Um, oh my god, no! <laughs> sad to say, uh, it's just me today. What? Because I died, and you're just like, "We're the show must go on." And you're just like, "Gonna Listen, go do an episode okay. of Degrassi alone." <laughs> this is this this is what the what the what the world needs now. Okay, this is what Sneak would want. And Sneak's like, "That's not what I want, actually." <laughs> Um, actually, I want a day of mourning. Like, don't talk about the grassy when I'm dead. <laughs> but yes, I'm fine now. Um, I try to make a joke about it to Evan. He was like, "Don't joke." Like, he legit was like, "I was." He was freaking out. He was like, "It's not funny." Like, don't joke about that shit. And I was like, "Okay, sorry." <laughs> awesome. oh, I guess you love me. <laughs> this is great. Guess it's gonna work out. Love it. <laughs> yeah, like yay! He freaked out. I like, no. Um, yes. But I'm fine, um, listener. I'm so happy that I'm here. Um, Me too. Yeah, yeah. You know, harrowing end to the year. But as I was saying to Lauren, it was like the most exciting thing that's happened to me all year. So at least <laughs> I had some excitement. I got out of the house. Fun for me. <laughs> you know, yeah. you you literally take what you can get this year. Like. Mm-hmm. You got to get a little bit of excitement, you know? Yeah. A little bit of excitement. Anyway, Can't wait yeah. to get that um, that bill that I will inevitably get in the mail. Yo, homegirl came around. I never got to the emergency room, like, before. Oh, so homegirl came around a, a hospital admin through, like, a secret door. Yeah. I didn't even know the door was there. She came to a different mm-hmm. door than that regular door. And I was like, bitch, what's this? She came in and she was like, oh, yeah, with your name, insurance. I was like, oh, so you're that bitch. You want to send me the thing in the mail. 
from St. Yeah. Mary's. Oh, okay. No I, clocked, I know. I clocked her. I was like, mm, I see you. I'm like, look at you. It's almost a new year. Mm-hmm. You're not ashamed. <laughs> Shameful. Shame, shame, shame. Yeah, hospital so, bills yeah. are no joke. Yeah, so Especially plus the ambulance. Bills. And the ambulance. Bitch, so I'm going to be. so fucking expensive. I'm going to be paying probably a few thousand, honestly. I'm just like, yeah. oh, yikes. All for some Benadryl and EpiPen. They they love they love to glam it up for the EpiPens and the Benadryls. They I know. love it. I mean, like I'm I'm very thankful to my hospital staff. They did their job. They saved me. But still, like, right, fuck right, you. Right. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? But yeah, that's the story. That's a long story. I'm sorry. I know. It's like, yeah, my international <laughs> listeners, like, that's the bullshit we have to go through. Like, I yeah. like my first thought and my first worry honestly was like fuck i'm about to pay all this money yeah. and not yeah. like fuck i need to get attention but it is what it is <sighs> okay um but we're not here to talk about me anymore that was a long story we're here to talk needed. about we needed it yeah i wanted to give my listeners um an update and if you want to like toss me some money so i can pay off my medical bills it's, it's kind of cute thanks um uh, so um we're covering season one episode 13 testing one two three air date january 30th 1990 synopsis joey is diagnosed with dysgraphia a learning disability this is oh, right I, f- I, f- I forgot it was so short i was like putting on lotion i'm like oh i've got i've got a little bit of time until sonique finishes like, 30 seconds. I was like no it's like one <laughs> sentence um wow I yeah mean, we 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 have been missing joey um we have he has he hasn't been present uh he recent, hasn't recent episodes um and man it's a it's it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a downer for joey for most of the episode yeah um a bit of a downer but also like hey i'm happy for someone who has had like consistently like a lot of issues with school silver lining is like at least now you know what's going on and you can like get help to you know help you out it's like that episode of um did you ever see the episode of the cosby show when theo gets diagnosed with dyslexia in college um (laughs) no but i I just remember the episode what's that one episode where it's like one of the first seasons when like he gets really bad grades or something. Mm-hmm. Or he's like thinking about. I I, I thought yeah, I thought you're about to say that episode. I'm like, damn, they just had him being stupid for so long until he went to college. No, no, no. <laughs> I was so the one like where like he gets diagnosed in college, and it's really funny because they find out his diagnosis. They actually celebrate, <laughs> and the reason is like, like finally he's not a dummy. Like he just has a learning <laughs> disability. Like yay! Like you're not just like an idiot. Like. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it's which is an interesting spin on the same, um, a similar story, but yeah, we'll be back after a quick break. But um, cold open. Joey is studying, or like he's he's writing a paper when Snake and yeah. Wheels walk in, and they're like nervous about um, taking their driving tests. Snake has failed before. Um, relatable King. <laughs> I've been there a lot. And <laughs> listen, it happens. I felt four times. Um, so Wait, really? Lauren, you knew this. No? I've, I no. I failed my drive the written I passed the first time, but like yeah. the the on the road test, I failed it 
four times before I got my license. Wait, I remember we've had this conversation before on the podcast. It's yeah, yeah. Because I'm, it's like because it's like what am I? That was that was when I first learned about it. Was when you told me then. Because mm-hmm. I think I think I was just like, oh, like you and Marley just got your licenses later. No, I got it late because I kept fucking failing because I couldn't parallel uh, park. And one time, because I, mean, I rolled through the stop sign and I call bullshit. I mean, what what's a stop sign? You know, like what. It, stop it's signs, just a construct. Stop signs are just a suggestion, in my opinion. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Joey's working on his essay about the diary of Anne Frank, it looks like. Um, mm-hmm. She's on the cover. Um, <laughs> Kelly would like an ordeal. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We already talked about the last, yep. last episode. But um, yep. Joey's like, listen, I'm determined. Like, he's, I'm not going to flunk this. Like, this is, like, the best paper I've ever written. He's pumped. I'm going to get an A. Like, he's confident about this. I miss that uh, that confidence when you, like, you try, you, like, try in something and you're like, this, this is art. Like, mm-hmm. I fucked this paper up. Like, this is some good shit right here. Girl, I'm working on, like, an hour-long pilot. And when I tell you mm-hmm. I have moments where I write and I'm just like, Ugh. God, a genius is born. I'm like, wow. I know. I'm like, Lena Waithe, like, move over. Who? <laughs> Lena Waithe, who? Issa Rae, huh? Like, <laughs> like, move out of the way. A new bitch is in town. Yeah, it's like a new bitch is going to run Hollywood. Her name's Sneak Smile. <laughs> she looks good in a blazer. <laughs> she she can pull off a blazer like no one else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the I'm the TV bitch. Um, So... So, uh, Mr. Wallfish hands back the essays and gives Joey a big fat D minus. With a come see me after class note. Ooh, yeah. that's the worst kind. That's the worst because he's like, my dude, like, we need to talk about how you keep failing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we can't keep letting you fail like this. Like, you can't yeah. go out like this, Joey. <laughs> it's it's making me feel uncomfortable at this point. Like, he's like, I don't uh, like giving you, like, it hurts me more than it hurts you that I keep feeling you. <laughs> I don't yeah. like that. I have to keep giving you a D. Um, and uh, Mr. F- like you said, Mr. Wallfish asked to see Joey after. Um, we also we find out that Joey got his license though, so he's like, kind of like throwing it oh, in the shit. guy's face, like, yeah, like I I can drive, you little suckers. Um, and Wallfish <laughs> tells Joey that he's like, the issue is that he's like, otherwise like, your ideas in the paper are actually really excellent, but like you have issues with spelling and like your style, and that's why you got mm-hmm. the D. So Joey's going to go see a psychologist, and apparently the previous week he took some tests to see what's going on. So it's like, you know, they're leaning in. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I guess it's like when they said style, I was like, well, that that's a, uh, what is it called? Objective or, or subjective? Subjective? Mm-hmm. But I guess maybe they had like like the handwriting or something. I was I was thinking like structure, like so maybe mm-hmm. if he's like, if in the paper he's trying to like make an argument or his like the main point isn't like the point is clear what he's trying to say, but like the way he's conveying it is not yeah clear enough or succinct enough. So you get what he's trying to say, but it's not like yeah quite there. I don't know. So that's what I assume. But who who the fuck knows? I'm not a teacher. Um, <laughs> But Claude shows up in the next scene at Caitlin's locker. And Homegirl's court date is coming up. And she's clearly still mad at him because she's like, I'm a felon. 
Yep. Like, we were supposed to be Bonnie and Clyde, Bonnie and Claude, and then you dipped. <laughs> and now I'm just Bonnie by herself. And that's not cute. Uh, Bonnie is not a cute name. Okay? No, who is Bonnie without her Claude? Like, <laughs> she's just some bitch named Bonnie. Like <laughs> Exactly. She's a basic bitch Bonnie. Yeah. Basic ass Bonnie. Like, who? Don't scare her. Um, mm-hmm. But he's like, I want another chance. And he apologizes to her. And she's like, okay, cool. Um, if you come to the court date with me to prove that you're sorry, which I'm like, that's yeah. fair. I'm like, you Very need to fair, go, yeah. even though like you're not going to see the consequences, the least you can do is is be there with me while I have to deal with this pretty fucked up right. thing. Yeah. So good for Kaylin, but also like, why are you even talking to him? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're in silence, science class and Tessa asks Scoots about the assignment. It's like a really quick scene. She's like, Oh, I don't know science. I was like, I didn't know this is because the synopsis did not describe the other plot lines. I was like, I feel like this is important. So I wrote it down. But I was like, I don't know what's happening. Because we very quickly jump right into Maya um, calling Caitlin out to be like, oh, so like, you and Claude are good? Like, what's like, okay. Like, (laughs) do you remember when he like left you? I love Maya's the fucking like is unsung hero of the show. Truly unsung. And like every like she's just there. She she when she gives those one liners, she serves it. She mm-hmm. serves it, and she's like, "Oh, okay." So you so you talking to Claude? It's like she's that friend that like like she she she'll never like say like I told you so. She'll never be like so you like crit actually criticize you for like your choices but she just like will say one thing with the most judgment behind it that you're mm-hmm. like oh, i feel i feel terrible about my life yeah what am i doing i've been watching so much housewives <clears throat> and i feel like maya would do really well in like a ho- real housewives like yes. she would just be like that like oh, okay like oh so you, oh you're talking to claude again, claude again? okay mm-hmm. and that's it and it's just like you're getting nervous. Yeah. She's like, what's that supposed to mean? She's like, I said, girl, I say nothing. I just say you with Chloe. I, what's the big deal? She's like, Giselle. She's like, oh, I say nothing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but you, yep. you're saying so much with so few words. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you have to be the one to like actually like come out and be like, explain it and like try to explain it away. And it's like, listen, I'm not, I'm not here to tell you what you do with your life. I'm, listen, I'm you, just, I'm just she's like you, I'm you grow. You grown? I ask you no questions. You got you don't have to prove nothing to me, Caitlin. You gotta not prove nothing to me. I just ask some questions. I am just here (laughs) trying to get information for my diary entry later. Okay. (laughs) You know Maya's diary is lit. Oh my god, yeah. All the shit she's she likes your diary. (laughs) She talks about everyone. I wish there was like a, a gossip girl like crossover with Degrassi, and it's like Maya, just like, and XO, she is gossip XO, girl. Maya, she is. Mm-hmm. She's gossip girl. She knows everything. She sees everything. Um, but Maya's like ill. Don't like talk to him. And she, but she has to go to like to. Oh, she mentions she has to go to the doctor. So she can't go to court with her. But she's like, don't talk to that guy anymore. He's dumb. Um, yeah. But Caitlin's like talk about court, and she says it's horrible in court. They make you feel like a piece of meat. I was like, interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that maybe, maybe that's how Canadian court systems are. They're just like cat calling you, be like, yeah, it's hey, such a weird. Yeah, when I feel like a piece of meat, I, th- I think it more like, oh, like you're being like objectified and not like, you know, just being in the yeah. court system. I feel like that they dehumanize you, which I guess in yeah. a sense is being treated like a piece of meat, but it's like, 
It was a weird choice of words that yeah. I thought of like you walk in and like the jury's like, hey, 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 why don't you smile a little bit, honey? You in court. <laughs> it's like, ah. The bailiff's like, you may all rise and so is my dick. And it's like, whoa, like, ah. not a piece of meat. <laughs> please just stop. Just give me the sentence, please. Yeah, like, I need, I want to get out of here. <laughs> um, so, um, okay, so S- oh, Tessa, uh, no. Tessa asks Alice for Alex yeah. for help in science because she's like, you're always getting good grades. And she's like, I'm failing. I might go to summer school. I can't do that. Yeah. And Alex is like, okay, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Mr. Webster, our teacher, uses the same test year after year because he's fucking old. And um, I, my brother was in his class. I just like use – I've been like – he kept all his tests and I've just been using those fucking tests. That's why I keep acing it. But you cannot tell anyone – and I'm letting you in on this little secret, okay? Because it'll blow up the whole system. Yeah. I got a system. I'm on track to be going to an Ivy League. I can't yeah. be messing up my ride, you know? Alex is going to be like a neurologist on fraudulent I mean, grades. <laughs> he, I mean, Alex is, he. he's already kind of giving off the vibe of like, of like the person that when they get older... Um, okay, because Alex always wears like a blazer or like a suit to school. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No one, no one else is doing that, and no. um, it's not cool. <laughs> like, it's not it's cool. It's really not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to tell you, Alex. It's even in twenty twenty one. It's not like he's be cool. wearing like a tweed jacket with like the patches <laughs> on his elbow. Even the science teacher who's old as shit is like, man, come on. Even I wouldn't wear that. Like. <laughs> But Alex is the person that, like, uh, the, what do you even call it? Like, the illusionist, where, like, they're, like, they they look the part, but, like, it's all, like, it's all fraudulent. Like, it's nothing Yeah, it's real. all an act. Like, um, they're, they, she, you know, he pulls a Tyra Banks saying that, like, I graduated from Harvard, but it's an honorary <laughs> degree, you know? Ah! <laughs> Yo, I forgot about that, but that... <laughs> Tyra Banks absolutely was telling people that she went to Harvard <laughs> with a fucking certificate for a business mm-hmm. seminar class she took for a weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, Alex would have printed that <laughs> certificate nerf. out, put it in a nice ass frame and like put it up there as if it's a degree. And if you actually read it, you realize it's just a certificate of completion. For a class you, you just know. sign up for. It's not even like you had to, it's it wasn't competitive. It's like a fucking like seminar. Like you just pay, you pay it's money a- to just go yeah and exactly. do oh my god so, yeah tara banks really did act like she graduated from harvard school of business wow that's crazy that woman's not well um, but very um very uh within her character like of course yeah. tara banks would do that you know? tara loves the fake things it's like when she pretended to pass out she loves it. Or when she pretended to have rabies on her show, or when she pretended to be fat, or she pretended, <laughs> when she pretended to be everything. Tyra, like, everything. I'm surprised Tyra Banks never like walked around in white face. Like, I'm surprised she didn't do like a white chicks and was like, I was white for a day to learn what it meant to be a white woman. And it was like, okay, Tyra. I feel like, like that happened though. That booty, that booty, not fooling anybody though. <laughs> that ass right, girl, Tyra. that's a black girl's ass. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> you are not fooling anyone, uh-uh. ma'am. That wagon. Ooh. Mm-hmm. that wagon is african so um 
<laughs> the cafeteria, Kaylin and Joey run into each other, and Joey, he's like, he's shading the fuck. It is the Real Housewives of of Toronto. He's shading oh the fuck gosh, out of her. Yes. He's like, oh, like you know, clothes. Like, oh, you just sh- you just chew us up and spit us out, don't you? And I was like, damn, Joey's like in his feelings still. Like he's not over it. <laughs> no, he's very much. He's very. Offended he's very much. He's very much afflicted. under it. He is under it. Okay. <laughs> He, he is a troll under the bridge. He is under it. Like, he is living there. Yes. That's his, like, whole, like, his zip code is under the bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just, I mean, we all know that guy. I mean, I don't think Joey is this person. He eventually comes out of it. But that one, like, um, hetero male that just, like, is burned slightly by someone in, in mm-hmm. their past and it's just like well all women oh, are yeah. are uh what do they call it? sirens <laughs> those like sirens that- <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> those <mermaids>. are things <laughs> that i don't know why that's the first thing that came to mind but it's just like it's like all women are witches and they're just like out to to take away our masculinity and like you know just so they can they can have everything they ever wanted. It's like, yeah, like success, equality. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was thinking more like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm a succubus. Like, yes, succubus. That's that's. Oh, is that what you were thinking about? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's that mythical thing that like takes men's souls or something? Or yeah, like through your vagina. Like, yeah, I'm a succubus. Mm-hmm. I literally tweeted yeah. about that today. I said that like some people, you 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 say you have a body count. I have a soul sum. And it's because I just steal yours. I just take your fucking soul, Nima Hus. But like, yeah, like, boy, get over it. Like, here's the thing. Joey is right for like the first maybe month of being yeah. toast sad about it. Now it's like, okay, Joey, like, you really need to move on from this. <laughs> yeah. You got like, a- you got a good you got a good maybe two to three weeks of digs, and now it's like, okay, it's old now. Yeah. And he took a a chapter out of um, Vula's book. I'd be like, sorry, this president is talking to me. Like, where it's like, like, Vula, it's time to get over it. It's like, oh, the school sleaze. I'm like, okay, Vula, like, (laughs) time's up. Like, you're good. Stop it. <laughs> he, you know, he's he was like, oh, Vula, I looked I looked up your your name in Ontario, and I needed some advice of how to handle this situation. And Vula's like, let me tell you how this is what you need to do. Here's the steps you need to take, and take it farther than you think you need to. I love to think that like Vula is at like her. Remember she like she got like moved to like private school, so I imagine she's yeah. at like some Catholic school, but she's like um. She's running shit. She's like um, yes. uh, Sarah Michelle Geller in Cruel Attentions. And she's yep. just like fucking like got a headband on her little like outfit. And she's like, she is that bitch. And like to all yep. the teachers, she's like a sweet girl and like great. But Vula is like fucking like the puppet master, vindictive. Like she's just ruining people's lives and like probably like fucking her stepbrother. <laughs> <laughs> most definitely <laughs> definitely that's how that movie goes um it's yeah. gross um so <laughs> um snake failed the driving test again and joey like kind of shows off his license and <clears throat> snake's like oh i'm dumb i'll never pass and I'm like i know that feeling i definitely thought i was stupid because i kept failing and um i think i was a little dumb um but joey tells them about his meeting with mr wallfish when Dwayne pops up and calls them cockroaches, which I'm like, 
what? <laughs> okay. Ooh, nice dig. What? Ooh, like- <laughs> cockroach. I was like, okay, fuck you. I'm like, fine. So, like, um, Dwayne turns around and Joey imitates him by making, like, monkey noises. And Dwayne hears this. And I'm like, but, Joey, didn't Dwayne kick your ass for the same thing? Like, you teased him and he heard you and then he fucking wasted you in a field? I know. Like, I'm like, Joey hasn't learned. Like, he, like, Dwayne can still beat the shit out of you. Like, <laughs> Dwayne is like built like a line, like a really <clears throat> short, like a really short linebacker. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. You know, like Dwayne will fucking curb stop you. Yep, like literally the the definition of pummel pummel you like that's that's what Dwayne does. Yeah, I think it's like Dwayne's like fighting style is he just like he just like pummel he pummels you he's just kind of like exactly like, there's no punching whatever like, that just, like, looks like he just takes you down like, yeah yep. like a bear um mm-hmm. so tessa and alex are making copies of the test and she's like sworn to secrecy but immediately breaks it because she runs into scooter <clears throat> and he's worried about failing the test so tessa swears scooter to secrecy and shows him the test but the music throughout all these scenes of the test up is so like oh you think they were like it was like Breaking Bad like there was like something like it's like so like high stakes and like it's a dumb test. But question, Lauren, if okay, let's say like a, mm-hmm. if you were in high school and some like some guy, um, let's say some random kid in school does well on the test, you ask him for help, they reveal to you that they have the old tests, right? Great. If you heard me. And I was like, man, I'm going to feel warm. My mom's going to kick my ass. Would you give me the test? Even after being sworn to secrecy? Oh, would I give you the test? Yes, of course. You hook me up. But I also, I wouldn't, in high school, like, I wouldn't have taken the test. I would have been too scared. Like, really? I remember, yeah, because I think, I don't know. To, to some extent, this, Lauren, this plot. I think if it hasn't been made clear already, Lauren is the morally more morally sound person in this podcast. I have very um very uh you know a lot of moral relativity on my side. <laughs> like, eh, what's good, what's bad, who knows? <laughs> I think but I think I think well you know, t- times have changed, okay, you guys. I'm uh I'm a bit of a role breaker, as they say. <laughs> Um, <laughs> not with your dimples be quiet girl <laughs> <laughs> look at all sweet like I'm a real maker. do you believe me <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah I definitely I was definitely a f- like okay this plot definitely dated itself a little bit because I feel like whether it was reality or not I remember in high school like the this level of cheating is obviously there's there's like cheating of like i don't know like asking someone from the class before what was on the test or whatever but i feel like the blatant cheating of like getting an answer or like buying a paper or like mm-hmm. you know like that kind of level of cheating was consistently shoved down our throats of like this will be on whatever your permanent record is or whatever and like and it's so like i remember being very scared of possibly like getting caught for that so i don't i think i would have been too afraid to ever do that level and i think i also i'm (laughs) but i think it's also like they're all so fucking stupid that it's just like we're gonna memorize the test and it's like you 
you gotta you gotta play it off. You gotta get a few wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You have to be willing to take the L and get a B. Like, you can't like get <sighs> on, an yeah. A. You have to like, like honestly, if, if 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 it got to the point where like we all know the rules, I would have a meeting. I'm like, okay. Some of y'all gonna have to take a C. Like some of y'all, mm-hmm. like listen, Kathleen, Kathleen, you get A's all. You're gonna get a C. Like you need to get a C. You, yeah. Luke, Luke's Luke has been through a lot. Let's <laughs> Luke can get an A. Yet B plus for yet yet. I feel like your parents yeah. will be satisfied with that. Like you can get an A. You can get an A. You need. You gonna have to get a D. Like you gonna have to fail for us. Like this is how it's gonna be because we can't all have A's. Like a hundred percent, not just A's, but a hundred percent. I know, they're dumb. Come on, they're dumb. <laughs> That's what, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think in my mind, like, I, like, you have to finesse it. Like, if you're gonna cheat, you have to be smart about it and like not mm-hmm. let people know that you're cheating. Like, case in point, um, like when like with uh essays and things, uh, plagiarism is taken differently here at the basic level so obviously if you're going to a very nice university or a very nice school they take plagiarism very seriously but otherwise like plagiarism here is just kind of like ah whatever like it doesn't really matter and also my really yes like i think i think it's just taken differently and it's weird i think it's i think it's taken seriously at some levels but then like but i think like for us like you know from like middle school high school like we were taught very early that it's like you do not plagiarize anything yeah because it's like the, the it's the worst form of cheating like if you plagiarize mm-hmm. something it's like it's you can't like you're, it's a big it's a big exactly. deal exactly they yeah. inst- and again i was i was af- i was too afraid of this in middle school or in high school or whatever that i would like oh i i would have taken the test but like <laughs> some of my students when i used to teach writing they wouldn't even try to like pretend that they did write it like i'm like if you're gonna if you're gonna cheat or like copy like try to fool me like please try to fool me because again i'm lazy i am not gonna put too much effort into figuring out if this is plagiarized or not right number one i don't have the time and number one i don't get paid enough for that but (laughs) these kids would literally copy literally copy and paste from wikipedia and not change the font, not get rid of the hyperlinks, not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you serious? Come yes. on, y'all. And I'm, and I'm like, y'all lazy as hell. Like, you're <laughs> cheating is an art form. And like, if you don't even appreciate the game, like, get out. Like, you're, you don't deserve to be here. <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> No, you're right. Like, it's like if you're gonna do it, like do it right. I in high school, I didn't cheat very often. Like I, I cheated for like stuff that I felt like were low stakes. I never cheated for a test. Like I would never spy on someone's yeah. paper or anything. Or like, but I would, I would cheat like, like on an essay I, or something. No, I never cheated like that either. Because like, because for me, I I think in part because like writing has always been easy for me. So I was like, I don't, I never mm. felt like I need to cheat writing yeah. anything so i'm like i can write I, i'm good i'm a pretty good writer i'm confident in my ability to like write a paper yeah. but if we're gonna test or something i would cheat like i know i would always cheat off of marley for french class i like marley because oh. marley like spoke french way better than me i was like marley come on fucking if you don't show me your paper i'm not your friends with you anymore friends <laughs> like show me your fucking paper right now or like there's always that like i remember like my my level of cheating was always like just to like make sure that like because if you get like 
you know, if you're taking like a Scantron or you're choosing like multiple choice and you get like three of the same in the row or four of the same in the row, you're like, something's wrong. Is you need to like glance mm-hmm. over to see like if someone else got the same thing just to like, you know, double check, you know? I've done that before, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like everyone's done that. Yeah. I also, see, my, me on the other hand, I hated writing, but I was smart about like, because I remember in college too, they started using those online plagiarism Oh, yeah, turn it in and give stuff. You, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I would get really good at, like, it's like, okay, you're, <laughs> I'm going to take this, but just change a few words, switch some sentences around, use, you know, use my thesaurus, and just, like, like for, like, for, like, those long-ass essays, you know, where you're like, I can't physically write anymore. I need to just put a paragraph in to get my word count. And so, mm-hmm. but I would finesse it and kind of, like... <clears throat> I also was a science major. I didn't write a lot of papers. So I was like, this is dumb as hell. <laughs> and so. <laughs> That's understandable. Kind of. I know I yeah. like my major, I definitely wrote probably way more than you did. Because like, I was yeah. always doing. So I, I do remember one time in college, I got accused of plagiarism, which pit, I was very insulted by. Because I, again, I'm very confident in my writing abilities. I'm, I've right. always been very good at writing. I I'm good. I can do it. Like, it's not that hard for yeah. me. Like, I'm, I'm I'm one of those rare lucky people. I'm like, oh, I can do this. This is not a big of a deal. Yeah. And um, and I'm also aware, like, plagiarism is a big deal. Especially in college. Like, I think it's – I think cheating yeah. in high school, it's like, you shouldn't do it. But I'm like, it's not – whatever. Yeah. College, college like, I'm not – you know, I'm not going to fuck around with that. I lose, like, tuition and scholarships <laughs> and all that crazy shit. But I was taking this class. My professor looked like Al Franken. That's not important to the story, but I just like that's what he looked like. Um and just it was visualizing, you know. Yeah, I just want you like I want to set the scene. Um and it was my history of Mexico class, which I actually enjoyed. Like it was a neat class. Yeah. We read like um some pretty cool texts and watched movies and stuff. So it was like very much my vibe. Like, oh cool, I guess watch a movie and like read about the event that's portrayed and like compare. Like I enjoyed that class a lot. So I was very shocked when I got an email where he was like, I need you to come into the office to talk about your reflection. We had a reflection every week. So I came yeah. in thinking like, oh, like, okay. Like, I didn't think he would accuse me of cheating. I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'll, it's probably something like yeah. not a big deal. I go in there and he's like, yeah, I think you you plagiarized this. And I was like, I was like, eh? Ooh, yeah. like excuse me like what do you mean <laughs> yeah. I, I was like no i didn't he's like yes and he pointed out a one sentence in my paper where i think i just i wish i could remember the word i happened to use a similar turn of phrase that was used in the book yeah. but it was a common turn of phrase or word and i'm like but yeah. i know i say that and i talk like that like that's i mean yeah. I, I used it because i say that phrase all the time it wasn't like it was a weird coincidence, like, oh, yeah, it was in the book, but also, like, I would describe it the same way. And he was like, well, you should have cited it. I was like, but it's – I feel like it was almost like if I had used the word uh, – Johnny prioritized um, uh, his love of baseball over his schoolwork. And if he said, yeah. well, the book mentioned prioritize. And I was like, but prioritize is literally the word that you would yeah. use to describe exactly. the same thing. <laughs> Why would I why would I cite that? And yeah, I got a zero for the paper. And I was like, oh I didn't God. fight it. I honestly I was a senior. I was like, oh, fuck at this point. I'm just ready to graduate. Yeah. But it was like yeah. and it didn't affect my grade. I still got an A in the class. I was like, are you Al Franken? Fuck you. Anyway. Fuck um, you. Yeah, I think I your think career I, is over, but I like, like to think that Al Franken not, got me. Al Franken got me too because of that professor. 
have the same vibe. Um, so yep. anyway, back to the show. So Joey's chatting with Wheels and Snake. And um, just so happens that Joey's mom pops up. She's waiting for the meeting. And Joey's embarrassed that his mom is there. As everybody is whenever you're at school and your parents show up. And you're just like, oh, like something weird. It's never never for a good reason. (laughs) It's always like, oh, what's going on with you? What fucked up shit is wrong with you? Yeah, why is her mom here? Like, why did she have to leave her job? Um, (laughs) In the middle of the day. So in the meeting, the psychologist tells them that Joey has dysgraphia. And she describes as being like a condition where basically a small part of his brain short circuits and he has great ideas and is intelligent but his brain doesn't instruct his hands to write his ideas down properly which is why he's not so great at writing and he's had trouble in school um he's smart he just has a learning disability that's really it and the psychologist recommends putting joey in a special class which i immediately was like oh man because not because anything's wrong with being in special class or special ed but just remembering how awful kids were to the kids who were in like special ed and stuff it's like yeah you i get why you're hesitant because you will be teased because kids are fucking terrible i remember like i don't think so much in a high school i don't remember people like bullying kids in special ed but i definitely remember middle school and elementary school kids being bullied like very blatantly being laughed at for being in special ed which is fucked up it's so fucked up and yeah it's also like i think this is another thing that kind of dated it for me was the fact that like it like today if this were to happen they wouldn't place someone i mean i guess it it depends that they didn't really go into detail like like how how much this is impacting his um his school and things but like they wouldn't put him in like an overall general special education class Mm -hmm. just for that they would just kind of like today they would like either um like have an extra class in the afternoon or like you know like they it would be something different and not just be like, all right, well, you're in the special education program. It's like, what? well, they did. Well, they did say that say that he was put. He'd go to the class one period a day. So it wasn't like my my takeaway was okay, that he wasn't like in classes. like special ed in the sense that he was like in a different track or like in a different uh, program. Okay, it's like okay. he goes in there for a day, which I imagine he's going there probably for like additional support, organizational skills, probably like just okay. kind of that kind of you know extra tension. Yeah. Which, but it still is, you know. It is, I think, under the umbrella yeah, of special ed, and, yeah. and kids, you know, are not sensitive to that. Kids are trash. That. Yeah, no. Myself included, I'll admit that, I, I, mean, I mean, it was also, like, the early 2000s and, like, the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, we would make, like, short bus jokes and stuff, and in hindsight, I'm like, yeah. damn, that was really fucking mean, but we did it, because really, yeah. we were insensitive about little assholes. Yeah. Um, but, oh, his mom also asked, like, how he managed to get this far without anyone knowing. And Joey has yeah. developed ways to compensate that just kind of went unnoticed, which is not surprising. It, it, yeah. And it's like he's very, well, I think also um, not to be like, rat it to your trash, but like he was consistently viewed at by teachers and by teachers I mean Mr. Radish so Mr. Avery probably <laughs> his one teacher <laughs> his oh, one teacher that teaches him everything um <laughs> Mr. Radish like just like oh you're a screw up you don't try hard like you're lazy I think at some point he was like he like tried to you know be like oh like you're you're doing better or whatever but I think you know he just was 
scraping by mm-hmm. like just passing grades and then finally they're like oh what's it what's that guy's name mr wall wall walter wallfish wallfish the fucking weirdest name it's, a, it's an odd name <laughs> um one of our listeners is gonna be like that's my ancestor like he's a famous canadian something. i almost called him walleye like the fish mr walleye mm-hmm. <laughs> that honestly that wouldn't even made more sense but like and then mr <laughs> wallfish was like oh like he you know he had he's probably you know he's a younger teacher so he's probably had more recent education and recent research about like you know things that can affect students so he's like oh i know what that is we could fix that or we could help you with that you know yeah yeah um but i mean it's not surprising though my sister used to do like tutoring programs my sister went to school for psychology like child development and stuff and she would um She's in some, like, tutoring program in D.C., I think. And she was like, you'll be surprised how many kids get through the U.S. school system functionally illiterate. And she's like, who I've worked with at 16 years old. And it's like, this kid is reading at, like, the second or third grade level. But, I mean, if you don't go to a school where, you know, if you go to school where, like, the the student-to-teacher ratio is, like, fucked up and there's so many students and not enough teachers, a lot of kids just kind of – they get yeah. through. They fucking they figure out how to get through. They compensate the way Joey does, and they graduate. Or and or no one then picks they, it up they, on it. They act out, and then people are like, oh well, they're you know they're just they're just a problem student. So. Yeah, they they yeah they, so they, they you know they try to like distract from the fact that they they can't read. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's real messed up, and it's really sad. Um. Yik still has a messy locker, so we love a consistent king. And <laughs> but Scooter overhears Luke and Yik talking about the test and how they're gonna fucking fail. So that's when the music starts again, and Scooter spills the beans. <laughs> you can't tell anyone. He really okay. acted like they were like like there's like a school like prostitution ring. He was like, don't tell anyone. And he's like, Tessa Campanelli is like the madam of like. <laughs> she, listen, there are some, there are some things at that school that just, they, they don't, they, they, they don't know what, what am I saying? <laughs> they don't even know to the extent of how things go in Degrassi. Like we're no. just surface level right now. Also, side note, um, I wanted to acknowledge that um, Scooter got a fade and his hair is oh, looking yeah. good. He's looking a little bit less, a little dirt, less derpy. Less derpy. He, you know, leveled up a little bit. He went on a hot date at the dance with Tessa Campanelli and he's yes. like feeling himself. And um, I was, I also want to acknowledge i was not um lusting after uh baby scooter but i was very curious what does this man look like today and when i tell you that the actor that played scooter looks very nice today okay um what's his name (laughs) okay um i screenshot it hopefully his name is in the picture um Oh, I don't know. Okay, I found it. Um, Scooter Webster, um, played by what? Was it? I just saw it. 
Christopher something. Mm-hmm. And there's like one fo- Christop- one black and white. Christopher Charlesworth. Yes. And there's one black and photo, black and white photo of him. Oh, hold up. In a suit and the top button is unbuttoned. And I was uh- like, Scooter. <laughs> Oh, okay. Scooter, like, okay. Christopher Charlesworth is kind of hot. Good for him. Right? Right? Oh, look at the little scoots. This guy's IMDb and a LinkedIn. So he's working. Hey. Oh, he still has his gap. I like that he kept his gap. I love that. I love when people don't, um, don't like close their gap the way Tyra Banks insists. <laughs> Speaking of Tyra Banks, <laughs> you'll I'll, never make it in high fashion with that gap. Like, literally, Mick Jagger's <laughs> daughter is like a high fashion model with a gigantic gap. But okay, I like know. she I know. Tyra Banks just hates black women because yeah, that's really what it was because she, she didn't like the gap she, and she, she also has like consistently showed us that, that Tyra Banks is not like black woman like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's been like a Tyra Banks like bashing has been a theme in this show, but really reliving that that entire ANTM situation and the Tyra show, you realize how much Tyra like Tyra don't like black people. <laughs> she she does not like black people one bit. Um, she's very like um, respectability politics. Like oh, she likes black yes. people insofar as they fit like a very specific type of black person that's what she likes like she's like black lives matter asterisks black people with degrees who speak proper english only harvard grads like me (laughs) (laughs) only harvard elms like me like (laughs) speak proper english like live in nice houses like that's like black people she likes like not everyone yes instead of an uncle tom we have an auntie tyra you know (gasps) yeah yeah. Okay, like you heard it here first, folks. She's Auntie she's Tyra. up there and then we have we have Auntie Tyra and Uncle Terry Cruz. They Ugh. Are... God. <laughs> Terry Cruz is dead to me. What like and like like what the fuck, Terry? What the, the thing fuck? that pissed me off about Terry Cruz the most is that like after his whole situation where he was assaulted by that I know executive and black woman in particular came yeah. to his defense. And then he fucking threw us on the bus as all came to his defense. And then when Gabrielle was like, oh, yeah, the people at the show are racist. He was like, he was like, well, not to me. And I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) Like, cool, cool, cool. All right. All right. right. Cool, cool. Great. (laughs) Fuck you, Terry Crews. And then Tyra's like, yeah, Terry, tell him. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, Tyra. And her wig is so shifty. Anyway, so. That woman is too rich. She's too rich for her wig to be looking like that. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. You know what, listener? (laughs) We we know that you appreciate um, this Tyra bashing podcast. Um, We know that this is what you came for. And we're just happy that you're here with us. Because we know you get it. We know you get it. All that said and done, though, if Tyra Banks ever hired me to do anything, I would throw Lauren on the bus and be like, that was my friend Lauren. I didn't say any of that. <laughs> actually, <laughs> Lauren's a, she's a hater. <laughs> she's actually a hater. <laughs> I I have always been a fan of you, Tyra. 
since day one. I love you. I love you. I don't think you did anything wrong making those models dress them doing blackface. I thought it was it was inspiring. No, it was I think hard. if anything, you were trying to teach us the importance of transcending race, and people who thought you were racist are actually the racists. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Um, okay, we get a cool montage. I love oh, I love montages. We get a cool I montage know. of the news getting out. And everyone's just making copies of the test. And it's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. That, everyone's like, everyone's getting in on it. Miss Avery is like constantly have to changing out like that change machine because it's like full of dimes and nickels. And also the cartridge because like there's so much ink being used. And she's like, oh my God, what are these kids doing? Like- and you know those cartridges back then like weighed like 15 pounds. And were so expensive. Oh so expensive. I remember, <laughs> do you remember, like, like with your family computer, like, my mom was, like, a fucking drill sergeant, like, about, like, us printing stuff. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, listen, I just bought this ink. We got to make it last till then. It's like, how much is this ink? <laughs> <laughs> but printer ink is still expensive because I have a printer. I know. I just had to buy um printer ink, like, color and black black ink and i was like shit this is like not cheap why is it still so expensive what is it made out of blood it's made out of unicorn blood for sure clearly oh my god but i think also what um what truly fucked me up was college when there was just we had free printing like on campus as a yeah so um oh i like i we had to you had to pay it all well, I mean, no. you probably paid for it in their tuition, but like, yeah, we also had one library. So, oh, <laughs> with, no, like, we had to use our like little print, like our we had to put money on our thing and like use it. Same in grad uh, school, okay. you had to put money on it, and then you had to like swipe it and pay. I'm sure they probably have to pay now, but I remember, like, I remember I printed everything. I think you had to pay for color stuff, but you had to pay for everything. <laughs> Um, or you, you didn't have to pay for anything. And I remember, like, once I graduated and I was like, wait, how much is ink? Like, sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> why is why is it so expensive? And why does this not last for five years? Like, right? Why? <laughs> like, and I like to print, geez. especially right now. I've been printing a lot because when I write and I edit, I actually, like, I prefer having, oh, yeah, I know it's not sustainable, but I like having the physical copy so I can, like, yeah. write on it and like make notes and stuff so it's like god my my ink is going down very fast i did not like it yeah um but it's time for the test and everyone is like oh yeah like i bet like ready to fucking pass this test like ah. they're a little bit too again you have we have to act the test is always cause of nerves a teacher is going to be like it's going to notice that all of you guys are just like way too like y'all dapping each other up like yeah yeah we want to fucking pass it's like no like you look scared like at least try to yeah. act um but luke is like what if he switched the test out which i'm like fair question like he's like what if he knows and he just like gonna fucking like troll us and be like ha i wrote a new test like yeah or <laughs> is, like yeah because you literally don't know you that's don't know. the point of cheating it's like 
you just never know if like they're gonna catch on if it's, it's gamble it's a gamble it was. it's a full-on yep. gamble but the teacher comes in and hands out the test and everyone's like oh shit like yeah that's a test the one i know so they all like cheesing and fucking like doing their tests <laughs> to all the probably doing it so fast i'm like y'all like you should have coordinated so this effort dumb. Y'all so dumb. like some of y'all like okay kathleen always finishes first kathleen i need you to be like our runner like you have to go fast 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 finish that shit Yik, you know you always go last. You can't suddenly finish the test first. You have to like, and you just struggle. I need like, I just like, come on, like, none of these kids, yeah, did theater because if they did, they would know the importance of 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 levels and writing the scene. Um, but uh, Joey is at his locker and Dwayne rolls up. Yeah, he's and of course, like cleaning out his locker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, it's I like, guess he's decided like I'm not. I'm gonna not be a student anymore. It's like okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna quit school. I'm gonna go like. Uh, what is it? Um, when people like like when you think like you're gonna like run away and like like literally like have that stick with like your knapsack like tied <laughs> looking like top. Johnny Appleseed. Like, yes. where are you like, going? Um. I'm right away from my troubles. Yeah, I'm going to go, go, like, ride the rails. Like, like it's not the Great Depression. What are you doing? Why are you trying to hop on this Amtrak without a ticket? It's not. Things have changed, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) You can just jump on a freight train. Um, (laughs) So, um, Dwayne calls him dumb and, like, starts doing the little monkey thing again. And Joey doesn't want to be bothered. So Dwayne keeps doing it. He calls him an ignorant cockroach, which I'm like, that's the that's the thing that sets him off. Like, he's like, no one calls me ignorant. It's like, what? It's this. I don't like this episode. Yeah. <sighs> For like a Joey it's- episode, that's like, which is, I think it's cool. I love that they decided to do the dysgraphia thing. Because I'm like, yeah. that's, that's interesting. I like to, it's like, you know, it gives Joey some depth and like, you know, I think it's an inter- it's great for education purposes for kids. But I hate that like he's like we haven't seen him, Dwayne fuck with Joey in so long, mm-hmm. and then for him to be so set off by Dwayne like out of nowhere and off of ignorant cockroach is yeah. like that's the thing that prompts Joey to jump Dwayne and some teachers come to break up the fight. Yeah, but I also thought I didn't like this episode either, but. I was like, oh, look at Joey getting his revenge from getting beat up before. He's bigger now. So he, he there was a he fight. Bigger. There was an actual fight. It wasn't him Yeah, he pummeled. was on top of Dwayne. <laughs> yes. He was like, they were, it was like a little, it was a little bit more of a, a fair, a fair fight. Still, Dwayne's still a lot yeah. bigger, but like he could yeah. try a little bit. And Joey's a little like, he's kind of wiry, like his body. So it's like, he's like. Yeah, he's scrappy. A little scrappy. Um, but Dwayne is going to get this suspended because it's his second fight in a week. And I'm like, oh, wow. This is this is before zero tolerance, like, programs. So I'm like, you got in a fight yeah. this week and you're still in school? I'm like, oh, no, they would have suspended you in my school, in our school. Yeah. For sure. Most definitely. Which means there's a whole argument for, like, why those zero tolerance, like, things are bullshit. But also, it's just, it's, it's interesting seeing a show from this era where, like, someone got in, like, a fist fight yeah. in school and, like, oh, like, you're still just in school, though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> three strikes and then you're out. Yeah. It's like, okay. gotta, bring a, gotta bring a gun and then we'll suspend you. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, who's making these rules? Jesus. <laughs> just playing it fast and loose. Um, after the science test, everyone is like, 
Ah, we aces. Dope. And Claude ambushes Caitlyn. I'm going to say ambush because I don't like him. And I feel like she was ambushed. You knew she'd be there. You decided to wait for her to fucking accost her. Um, He waits for her outside of the class and tells her, like, he can't go to court. He said, my parents said no because he can't miss school. And she's like, why would you ask your parents? She's like, you know your parents are going to say no. So you ask them so you can just do this bullshit. Like, you're still just, like, a fucking coward, basically. And he's like, your parent, my parents aren't liberal like you are. <laughs> I love the thing that Claude goes home to, like, the Duggars. <laughs> he most definitely is a Duggar. He's most a Duggar. Like, he's, like, like, quiverful. He goes home. It's like the Plaths. And, like, they, he never, like, drinks Coke or anything at home. Yeah. Most definitely. He is in the, <laughs> he, he pulls a Stephanie K and like changes into like his rebel clothes once he gets that to school. But, yeah, but like, at home goes he, back into like a khakis and, and, and like a polo. Universal of definitely a polo. Most but but all the way up and that's what he does. And he's just like mm-hmm. mm, praise Jesus. Um <laughs> so Caitlin flips out on him and she's like, dude, like you know you're a fucking pow- a coward and she has to get away from him. In her defense, I didn't like how they tried to frame it as like, oh, she like, she like beat him up. No, she was trying to get away. He kept grabbing at her and she whips around yeah. to like leave me alone. And she accidentally hits him. The glass is off his stupid little face and bloodies his yep. nose. And I also like that everyone, lovely. everyone watched it. So they also heard how she was like, you ditched me. Like, so they all know he's a little fucking wuss. And she goes to the office and Maya's just watching from afar. she's like like she's not like um she's not doing anything weird okay this is like a weird deep cut that if you do not remember this i understand because it's a weird thing that i just i just noticed that i know no one else knows but there's an episode of degrassi and next gen and it's the one when um manny wants to be a cheerleader and emma's like it's sexist don't be a cheerleader and Paige is like Fuck you, Emma. Like, you loser. And <laughs> and Manny's like, I'm going to be friends with Paige now because she does, like, backflips. And, like, Emma's like, eh. So then um, I think at some point Manny and Paige have an argument or something in the hallway and Manny, like, tells her off. But Emma's just, like, watching through. Like, there's a, like a, a hallway door and a window and she's just, like, watching the whole thing. And she's like, she's just framed in the window. Just, like, watching. Oh my god! And something about Maya, it, it reminded me of that. Just like this person who's just in the distance, just like mm-hmm. watching all this unfold, but you don't see it until after the conflict, and then like, it kind of like zooms into them. Right. They're just like, I saw the whole thing. It's like I okay. saw it all. Yeah, and she's like, it's like goes away. But um, anyway, mm-hmm. Caitlin is sent to detention where Joey is, and Joey's like, "What's Miss Goody Two Shoes doing in detention?" Like. Mm. And she tells him that she got into a fight. And he goes like, oh, Claude. He's like, oh, so some guy didn't jump when you told him to? I'm like, okay, Joey. All right. Okay. Let and he's go. like, oh, he didn't jump high enough? I was like, it's okay. like, Jesus Christ. Joey, okay. We know you're going through something, but like, all right. <laughs> but yeah. Joey, Caitlin's like fed up and she calls him dumb and ignorant. And like, she just like goes into him and he like reveals like, I have learning disability. Like, yeah. I can say, yeah, I'm dumb. I have a learning disability. And it's like, okay, Joey, manipulative. I'm sorry. Yeah. Should we go around calling people dumb and stupid? No, because it, it's hurtful. It, those are hurtful words. Right. And I say those words all the time. 
but I, but they are hurtful. And you right. don't know, you never know what someone's going through and like how it affects them. However, Joey, you are fucking throwing daggers. So she hits you back with your dumb, fuck you, you're stupid. And then you're like, yeah. I have dysgraphia. And now she has to feel bad for like that. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, you can't do that. It's not fair. Like, come exactly. on. Like, exactly. It's like, it's, it's it almost like, get- it's almost like how it's the equivalent of someone like, if you're throwing bars or something like in ki- with kids and you're saying some fuck shit to each other and someone's like your mama and you're like, my mom's dead. And it's like, okay, like, but you also call me a whore. Like, you can't. <laughs> You don't get to pull that card. Come on. I know. That's like, it's like a cheap, it's a cheap out of a fight or like an argument. It's like, that's not fair. Yeah. It's not fucking fair. But he makes it, he And also like, you just found out, like. Yeah. Like. Like you just found out. Like literally yesterday. I didn't learn that information. It's like she knew that and it was like, so you're dumb. Like she didn't know that. She thought you're just being an asshole. So she called you dumb. And now you're like. And my disability. So like, um, but now she feels bad, and he reveals like, oh yeah, I, yeah, I'm going to special ed now, and he's like, I'm going to drop out of school. Like, it's not use, it's not worth it. Then we remember that Caitlin has a disability. I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> forgot. And she's like, yeah, you know, I have epilepsy. And he says, you're not stupid, I am. And I was like, oh okay. <laughs> I did not. I, I laughed. Kind of I'm like- sorry. That was funny. <laughs> This seems like what do they call it? Like the the the, the um the whatever Olympics where it's like the sad Olympics where it's yeah, like, like the well, Prussian I Olympics. Have- He's like, I have this graphy, <laughs> and she's like, Oh yeah, I have a seizure disorder, and it's like, okay, I can't beat that, Abby. Like, why would you say that? <laughs> I could literally die. Can you die from dysgraphia now? Me, I could die. I'm like, okay, Caitlin, fuck, yeah, you win. That's gonna be you now. We're like, I could die from eating shellfish. What can you do? I know. I'm like, pull. I'm like, wow. Like, so you're just eating shrimp in front of me. You see, you. <laughs> see, you you know, know, I'm gonna start some bullshit Twitter discourse and be like, it's actually really <laughs> offensive when you eat shellfish because some people have shellfish allergies, like me. I could die from eating them. So maybe check your privilege. <laughs> What is that? What is the thing where people are talking about like like that one girl who like always wore a knee brace? <laughs> what? <laughs> I remember it like became a thing. I think it was like on TikTok or like it was like it became a thing where it's like you know that every everybody knows that one girl in school. Oh but, yeah, like, like like Laura Butler. Didn't play always, sports. Laura Butler was always like had a broken foot. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm, I hope Laura Butler can walk right now because I feel like Laura Butler always had some a cast on her one leg. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? She had brittle bone syndrome. Like, come on, <laughs> drink some milk. Actually, I did. <laughs> I was, <laughs> but yeah, there's that one girl in school that always like. But this this one girl is like the girl that doesn't even play sports. Like she's, I you know who you know who would be the girl that. That wore a brace. Um, Melody Chu. Yep. Because <laughs> I remember Melody would also like she she went to the hospital. I remember she went to the hospital for like a panic attack, and then she came to school with her hospital, her hospital bracelet bracelet. still on. And I was like, I thought about her because I had a hospital bracelet on when I got home because I still had it on. I was like, oh yeah, uh, I was like, I'm a real Melody Chu, and I took it off. 
<laughs> you could just wear it like those, like, um, like the uh, festival bracelets. Yeah, it's like, I went to Coachella. I went to St. Mary's Hospital. <laughs> you ever been to St. Mary's? Yeah. Their, their, their lineup is great. Great lineup. Um, they have cardiologists and nurses. Mm. And they are very entertaining. It's, it's epic. The drugs there are great. Yeah, I was like, you I ne- was. You never met. Have you ever like? Have you ever like mainline Benadryl? Cause I was fucking rolling so hard. But dead ass <laughs> for like twenty four hours, I had to take Benadryl like every six hours. So after I got it at the in the Damn. ambulance, I had to keep taking it every six hours. And I, I tell you, Thursday like New Year's Eve, I was. It wasn't even fun. It wasn't even like like I feel ugh, I feel like high. It's like I'd slept so much, but I was just like exhausted because i was like i have this fucking medicine in my system but i can't sleep it was miserable yeah. i hated it and your mouth gets really dry yeah yeah it was um, not fun <laughs> you yeah i wish they gave me more <laughs> i wish they told me to take roids every six hours like they gave me in the hospital i wish i just gotten roids for six hours i was like oh that would be yeah fun. roid rage that would be a great way to start <laughs> the new year just like oh i like lift evan and throw him <laughs> Happy New Year! Just fucking toss <laughs> We love that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what the fuck are we talking about? Um, um, oh, yeah, the Prussian Olympics. Back yeah. Back to these two with their epilepsy and dysgraphia. Yeah, so they're like, but Caitlin's like, I, when I was dating you, you had guts. Like, don't be a little pussy. And stay in school. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's an interesting. Uh, I don't know, but it works on him because I mean, I feel like the the best way. Let's be honest, the best way to get to a teenage boy to get him to do anything is like what? So you like fucking scared? Like that's like, <laughs> what are you a pussy? Are we a little puss puss. Like they love. Like, they, you'll get a boy to do anything. You just tell him like, are you scared? Like that's it. Toxic yeah. masculinity, folks. I I really like this scene though cuz I mean I love a detention scene like when, I mean you like, love the Breakfast Club is your like your favorite movie. I know. I know. It's <laughs> I st- I still I still call that my favorite movie. I haven't watched it in so long. But it's like so good. Um it is and I remember like I'm pretty sure I like tried to make that my personality in high school. <laughs> I was like <laughs> Not my personality, but, like, where I'm, like, oh, this is, like, my thing. Like, I like the breakfast club. I'm, like, alternative. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, some girls like Legally Blonde. I love the breakfast club. Like, they're both, Girls they're is both funny both basic, But also great movies. I love them. I love both. Exactly. <laughs> I watched exactly, Legally Blonde, like, like, last week. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Listen, that movie is so good. <laughs> But I remember I was was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm different. Like, you know, like, the way how we used to be like, oh, yeah, like, we, like, watched Degrassi Junior High. No, I I had that same problem that you had. (laughs) You know, like, a chronic, chronic, like, individuality. Like, I was like that. Yeah. (laughs) It's like our individuality is is a mainstream movie from the past. Yeah. It's it's, like like how I used to, like, love Pulp Fiction. I would say, oh, yeah, Pulp Fiction's my favorite. (laughs) I remember that. I remember that. In high school, I was like, I was like, yeah, Pulp Fiction's like the best. And I realized now, I just was like, I was not another. I was not. I was not like other girls. In hindsight, I'm like, yeah, I was like, yeah, yes. like a girls, like yeah, everyone in my grade is just like loves Twilight, but like Pulp Fiction's a real film. <laughs> <laughs> that scene, that scene when she gets the when she gets the adrenaline shot in her fucking breastbone, iconic. 
<laughs> we thought we were so fucking cool. I thought we I was were fucking cool. So cool. Like I it yeah, it's it's actually embarrassing now I think that how much I was like I had a pulp fiction poster in my freshman dorm. Cause I was like, yeah, whatever boy comes in here needs to know that I'm down. They need to know. Like if my bangs, my freshman- if my bangs don't give it away, they need to know I'm fucking down. Okay, <laughs> I have a nose piercing, bangs, and an ironic sweater. They need to know that I'm fucking down to clown. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, I've ever. Honestly, I remember so for the, like a long time, and I feel like I sometimes fall into this still, where I'm like. Oh, like, if I, like, have a t-shirt, like, from something, people will know I'm cool. Like, they'll, like, it'll be a conversation piece. (laughs) 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 The next day at school, Maya catches up with Caitlin, and Maya, she tells Caitlin that she'll go to their court court date. She's like, I'm just going on for a checkup. I cancel my appointment. I got you, girl. And I was like, Maya... (laughs) Oh my god. My my brain though was like automatically went to fucking Leah and Teen Mom and I'm like those fucking appointments are important. You can't miss those appointments <laughs> cuz it's an entire plot line on Teen Mom and oh it's my like god. go see doctor. What's his name? Doctor So? Just doctor It's the same well they see, they seen for years. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor I think it's yeah. So, so it's a it's a It's like a one syllable like name. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she be faking like, yeah, uh, mind, I was like, like homegirl be wear be on her wheelchair all the time. I'm like, girl, you lying. You know he watches the show. It, He's like, the bitch don't be in her wheelchair at all. Yep, yep. He's like, listen, I I give you a discount because I'm getting I get a lot of referrals for for my business for my for my practice for my practice. From this show. <laughs> but you guys have got to start following my advice, please. <laughs> they have not followed a single word of advice, and that little girl has been going seeing him since she was a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, I was like, damn, Maya's like literally sacrificing her health to be there for Caitlyn. When Caitlyn, like, ride or Caitlin, literal die. Caitlyn is li- yes, ride or literal <laughs> die. Whereas Caitlyn is just like, mm, actually, what? I'm surprised she was like, oh, actually, Joey said he's gonna come, so you don't have to come. Like, <laughs> and Maya's just like. Okay, well, I'll just see this doctor the next six months. Hopefully, I'm still alive. Like, (laughs) yeah, hopefully, there's no like ailments that I'll won't be able to get over in that time period. Hopefully, my condition doesn't progress in the next six months. Like, yeah, but you know, she's a real one. (laughs) Yeah, Caitlin, I wrote, wow, Caitlin, you don't deserve a good friend like Maya because Caitlin really doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't deserve her. She does not. Um, but in our final scene. Snake and Wheels tease Joey about quitting school because they're like, yeah, you're going to quit school. Like, okay, bro. And Joey's like, yeah, no, no I changed my mind. It's fine. Um, science teacher walks in and obviously he realized that the tests had gotten out because they all got perfect scores. And he's like, oh, it was too easy for you. <laughs> you like, dumb as hell. That's impossible. <laughs> he's like, "You, it was too easy for you. So I got you another test. It challenged you a bit more. So all the kids are like, fuck. Um, but Caitlin Hale. I love that teacher oh, sarcasm. Oh yeah, no. That like teach. Oh my gosh, I like because that was like do the you, worst. Do, do you like, do that like with your students? Do you like come in like well, well, well? Do you do that kind of shit like theatrics? I hope you do. 
um, to myself mostly because I teach, um, sec- uh, s- s- what am I, what am I, English? what am I trying to say it? English, but, uh, <laughs> non-native, I'm trying to say like second language speaking English. Like, e- students, like ESL, but- like English is a second language kind of. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? I don't know why I did. <laughs> I'm short circuiting. Um, you what's happening? A, you just have a stroke. Are you fine? I'm shirking out, you guys. Um, <laughs> Sonic took the spotlight with her, like you know, allergic reaction. But I need, I need the spotlight back. Um, <laughs> um, so not really because they. It's very, it's very hard for them to pick up on sarcasm. So a lot of times I'll do it to myself. Oh yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. I like I have one class that I literally fucking hate. Mm-hmm. They are from hell, and the the worst students ever um they're literally the worst um and they're high school students so i have no i have no shame in saying that uh but the so sometimes i'll be like uh i'll be like oh you so you guys you guys are too smart to listen to my information i have to share with you you're too smart (laughs) you okay (laughs) i'll just like say it to myself like and it's I think probably there's probably a handful of times maybe someone will pick up on that I'm like saying something mean or like I'm joking about them, but it's very hard for them to pick up. So I don't, I don't do that. Um, I sometimes like, <laughs> um, I sometimes will kind of like joke, but if I have to make a joke or sarcasm, it has to be so overt, like it has to be so overt that they pick up on it. And it's at that point, it's like, I, it feels like a dad joke. <laughs> I love that you're just like so. throwing out dad jokes left and right. Well, that's, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm a comedic genius in the classroom. Like I know what they think is funny. Um, and I teach the same lesson so many times that I'm like, <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> side note. Um, this week I was playing a game with my students uh-huh. and they had to choose a vocabulary word from an English book that they wanted to use mm-hmm. um, for a kind of like charades game. Right. Um, and a lot of times they have an English, they have a Chinese English teacher as well as um, I'm their English teacher too. So a lot of times, like sometimes like the, the teacher will translate something from them for, to Chinese and be like, this is the meaning. But obviously when you're translating from a different language, like, it's not always a direct translation. Yeah. So, um, a group of middle school boys who are literally the nastiest perverted kids on earth. I don't know what it is about middle school boys that are just atrocious. They're sick. It's so disgusting. Yeah. So, um, the first class that it happened, I didn't know about it, so I couldn't catch it. But they wrote the the word produce, um, like the verb produce, uh-huh. uh, but the way that it's translated to Chinese, um, and the way that their Chinese English teacher um, explained it was to mean like when people have sex to produce like oh, babies, like reproduce and produce. Yeah, which again, it's like it's like yeah, that makes like obviously when you're looking at it blankly like that, that makes sense. But uh-huh. <laughs> so when trying to do the charades or explaining thing, they are all like. They were just they doing all the hand motions, all the, all the things, and they just thought it was so funny because they got to do something inappropriate because I didn't, I couldn't catch it because I didn't know. So, oh my god, were they like pretending from- <laughs> to jerk off or like have sex, like, like like humping? Well, they did like they did like 
Well, all, yes. Not really that, but they did, like, a lot of, like, the finger in the circle hole, like. Oh! Uh, <laughs> like. Oh, my God. Yeah. Your students are it's wild. bad. They are so fucking wild. Um, it's so it's so annoying. Um, so I I caught it in feature classes when students try to write it down. I'm like, nope, we're not you write a different word. And they're like, ah, oh, no. Like sometimes, like I'll I like or like I know bad Chinese words. I know when they're cursing, and so like when I catch them on things like that, they're like, oh, they like think it's funny, <laughs> which is like, which is bad because they're like they realize that I realize that the dirty thing they're trying to do or say mm-hmm. which acknowledges that i know that dirty thing mm-hmm. and they just think it's hilarious it's like listen i'm gr- listen weird. little kids i'm grown okay <laughs> so basically oh when, they, when my high schoolers are annoying the shit on me in my head i'm like well you're going <laughs> as as i was too i'm like i was a, i was a high school virgin too but i'm like yeah well that's what you get with your virgin ass like like <laughs> like like, yeah must 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 be great being a being a virgin and you're gonna go away to college in a foreign country and not know how to socialize because you don't pay attention to my fucking class so you're gonna die a virgin so there's that wow damn lord Lauren, these kids are assholes Laura goes hard hard on the paint like she's like fuck you you fucking die a virgin you fucking loser (laughs) that's literally as i walk off the campus that's not sarcasm you're like oh i do sarcasm to myself fuck you you fucking virgin we fucking die i'm like that's not sarcasm (laughs) listen this this is what i say in my head when they're like acting a fool and i'm like well what what do you have to do on the weekend? You fucking study because you have no social life because you're a hardworking Chinese student, but you don't care about my class. But guess what I get to do? I get to have fun on the weekends because I'm an adult with a life. So fuck you, virgin. Like, just, just, <laughs> teach, <laughs> that's what I say. Teach is going to get wasted and get fucked. You know? <laughs> like y'all, y'all enjoy your sorry ass life. So... I know I'm cool. That's I basically have to constantly remind myself that I'm I'm a cool adult and they're lame teenagers and I need to remind myself that that they don't deserve they don't des- <laughs> they don't deserve my cool my cool side, you know. All right. Um It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Shocking. Okay, um so <laughs> YouTube YouTube. Yeah. What are the kids? Yes, what, are the, YouTube. what are the teens, the loser virgins on YouTube saying about Degrassi? What are the loser virgins saying on YouTube? Um, so, oh, I just went back to the screenshot I took of Adult Scooter and I was like, ooh, scoots. <laughs> well, scoots. <laughs> um, so the first comment um, from DW. Wow, DW from Arthur. Oh my I didn't God. know you were on YouTube. DW Reed. Love her. <laughs> <laughs> what was her name? Doris Whitaker. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, like <laughs> it was Dora Winifred, and I think you were thinking of Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> so you said Doris Whitaker. <laughs> Sorry, that no. was funny as hell. I love that. And <laughs> an alternate r- universe. You know, they're related. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker is actually Arthur. You guys didn't it's know It's actually that? like, okay, it's the cartoon version of Last King of Scotland starring Doris Whitaker as Idi Amin. 
Okay, DW from three years ago says, I miss Ark. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I miss Yick and Arthur hanging out, crying face. Um, which, you know, we miss those days. We miss Swamp Sex Robots. But one of my favorite... <laughs> One of my favorite comments, which I'm very curious to know if this is true. And someone else kind of gave a little bit of a detail. So I think it is true. Jordacious from the years ago says, well, then you'll be happy to know that in the future, they become business partners. I think like in real life, they actors. Well, no, in, Can't remember in, um, next, what kind in, of company in, they next, own, in next but gen. they friends. In next gen. Oh. You remember, like the DVD well, extras, they're like. Oh, Arthur and I own a dot-com business, a software business or something. Right, mm-hmm. right. I forgot about that. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I know that the the adult, yeah, I remember is like among the first few episodes of Next Gen. Wow. Yeah. But I love how Jordacious wrote it as if it was like factual, like from the actors. <laughs> the real people. I was like, no, I think, I think the guy who plays Yik is just an actor still. Yes. Yeah. So. And it's like good um, friends somewhat- with, um. Pat Mastriani, too. Shit. Yeah. Full circle. Just, like, two, like, hot dads hanging out. Yes, we love we love a hot dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Raymond from one year ago says, Someone once said that Tessa looks like a citizen of Whoville. <laughs> I see it now. <laughs> oh, my God, she does. <laughs> she does. She does. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Now you say, yeah, she does look like a little, she's like, um, Caitlin from from uh, Team Mom Nova. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. like a little who. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe she's an extra in the background for, for the Grinch. I hope so. That's like sol- that's like solid work. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um Amaya St. Clair from one year ago says Claude is a joke. Like, shaking my head. He's so fake. Hashtag Cla- Claude the, the fraud. But when I read it, it's Claude the fraud. Like, <laughs> 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 Which I thought was, I thought was funny. Um, and lots of, lots of the Caitlin and Joey stands coming out this episode in the comment section. But I will say this is, um, I don't know. I think I've never really gotten, I've never really felt the, the, the standship or the, the excitement about the Joey Caitlin kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. But this episode when they were like, you know, they had their little quarrel, their little tiff of the oppression Olympics and detention. And it was very, I, and when, you know, they kind of were starting to get to the point where it's like, oh, okay, you can see that they're going to make up soon. And like, the feelings are still there. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, you know, Caitlin saw <laughs> that the grass is not greener on the other side. Yeah. It's, it's, it's filled with clothes, the fraud. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, you know, Joey's not that bad, you know, and now you're feel you're starting to feel a little bit sorry for him, you know, you're like, oh, like, you know, he has a disability just like me, huh? But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like the, the connection between Joey and Caitlin is just deeper. Like, I feel like you realize yeah. that, like, her thing with Claude, I, I don't deny there were feelings, but it just feels like you, you were feeling tired of Joey. She's, uh, yeah. I, like, I think Caitlin's a Gemini because I'm a Gemini and as a Gemini, I'm very used to... Feel, getting tired of people like easily 
Yeah. Which is why, like, um, the fact that I'm in a relationship that has lasted this long is actually pretty shocking. Because, like, Geminis are, like, dating a Gemini is, like, you really have to keep it interesting because we get very bored easily. And I think yeah. that Caitlin got bored with Joey because they're going through this traditional phase from, like, middle school to high school. She met someone who's worldly and interesting and got excited about it. But then it has things in common. Yeah, yeah but, but, like... But really, I think the there wasn't there was never like a a, a real deep connection with Chloe. It was more of like the yeah. superficial, like you're cool, like you like the same things I like. But it's like, yeah. but do you guys really get each other? And it's like very clear they don't really get each other. And I think that yeah. Caitlin and Joey do like I think understand each other on a level that's different. And yeah. but that's part of growing up too is under is like in dating yeah. is realizing that like sometimes the person you think that is for you because they're attractive and they have all the cool they're funny and they do all these things and it's like but if you don't really have that like connection it's like it's really it's moot yeah and I think this episode is like where I was like oh yeah they have a connection and like where I'm I'm seeing like. Where, like, you just love to see them, like, reconnect. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the classic TV show, like, couples of, you know, Jim and Pam, Ross and Rachel, which I don't like friends, but. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> you know, where, uh, but, like, you know, those classic tropes of, like, it's, like, will they, won't they? But, like, when they have that connection and they kind of give each other a look, you're, like, oh, my gosh, it's happening. Like, yeah. you get really excited. You do, because it's, like, you just know that that's, like, the their person. That's their person and makes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Jim and yeah. Pam season three, I think, is when, like, uh, what was her name? Kim? What is the name? What? Oh, um, Karen. Karen comes into the picture, yeah. and it's like Karen and Jim were cute, but like Jim and Pam were it's not the same. They were they were they were end game. Like they they had that that Zaza Zoo, yeah. as Carrie Bradshaw would say, with the Zaza Zoo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, shall we do our super deeper scientific uh, ranking system? Of course. All right, darling. Um, 90s Canadianess out of a scale from one to ten trapper keepers. Where would you put 90s Canadianess? Um, it kind of it ranked a little bit high with me. I mean, the copy machine alone just like took me back, and then I realized, sorry, um, that I think I realized how old our high school was because so much of this new high school in the in the late 80s early 90s is like new but that's exactly what our high school looked like yeah. i'm pretty sure we had the same copy machine probably and same model same make yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and yeah i don't know like in the the cheating thing um just kind of felt a little bit dated so I'll maybe give like a i don't know maybe like a six or a seven Mm. I got some. I got some things this episode. You know, I would. I was, like, oh, that kind I, of I would say seven, also because of how late Joey was diagnosed with his Ooh, disability. Yeah. I think yep, definitely. Um, assuming you know, we we mentioned the issue with like resources and like the school districts. If you have like a if you, yeah. the reality is, you go to a better school and a better school district, you have a better chance of being diagnosed with these issues. But I think mm-hmm. so. Like assuming that that's true in the Degrassi world. Today, I think he would have dysgraphia, dysgraphia and any learning disability would have been caught on probably sooner. I think in the early 90s, I yeah. think people were still kind of like, they knew about dyslexia and that stuff, but like, 
you know, not as, as you know, aware <laughs> they're, of. They're like, try harder. <laughs> yeah, I think today, like, I mean, I, I think about how many people, like, you know, I know, like, or or even, like, Gen Zs who are, like, diagnosed with like, ADHD and, like, all these things. Like, it's the same yeah. thing. Like, oh, we think that more people are being diagnosed with this thing. But the reality is they are being diagnosed as a thing because we just are aware of it better. We have more, yeah. you know, same with, like, you know, knowledge. ASD, autism, spectrum disorder. It's like we just have more knowledge to catch mm-hmm. it. So more kids mm-hmm. are being diagnosed. It's not because anything really has changed outside of, like, we just know better. Know better, yeah, you do better. Exactly. So it's, like, that <laughs> exactly. is interesting seeing, like, he's – driving age and mm-hmm. no one caught on that like joey has a learning disability and it's not yeah. a work ethic thing it's not an intelligence thing it's just that he needs a little extra help so exactly yeah I, that's great seven i agree fashion um i thought the fashion was not very noticeable in this one no not at all yeah I mean, we got joey in her his vest but it's the same old vest he always wears <laughs> nothing like this yeah. Yeah. I would think a four. Uh, I think four is fair. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of boring. Most definitely. Acting. Um, I mean, Joey was at the forefront. I thought he did a good job of, I mean, he gave us acting. Like, he was acting. Um, he was kind of, like, the kind of... <laughs> in. When I think about, like, if this would have happened to anyone else, it would have seemed like a less impactful thing for something, like, like where it's like, oh, you, you have dysgraphia. Like, it would have seemed, like, less impactful with another character. But I think because Joey's a better actor, like, Pat is a better actor, um, that, like, we got the kind of the whirlwind of emotions and his coming to acceptance and... And like we got all of that, mm-hmm. which I think if it happened to anyone else, it would have we wouldn't it wouldn't have seemed that big of a deal, you know. Yeah, I agree. I think he's it's a Joey centric episode, like you said. So it's just the acting is just yeah. better. He's just a better actor. And of course, you have like this the chemistry between the actors between yes. uh, Pat and sorry, what is the actress who plays Caitlin again? Uh, I'm so sad. Steph- Amanda Stepto. No, that's Spike. Um, What's her name? Okay. This is sad because she sent us a cameo. I know. Oh, man. Caitlin Ryan. It's it's an... I feel like it's an S. Why am I forgetting her name? I'm like, Stacey Mystician. Whoa. Yes, 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 yes. I'm so sad that we actually like, blanked on her name because that's like disappointing. <laughs> She's like it's like Degrassi lore. Yeah, but the the chemistry between the two of them is like so strong that the acting yeah. for both of them is always really good. So I might be nice and give them like a seven. Oh, I was gonna give it an eight or a nine. <laughs> uh, we, so we haven't had good acting in a while. Let's do an eight or five. Okay. Okay. And last but not least, plot. Did it go there? No. Yeah. They, <laughs> I mean, Caitlin, Caitlin literally was like, I have epilepsy. And it was like, oh, yeah, you, you do. don't. <laughs> I went there. You didn't. So <laughs> it like came back like we did. I think we had pretty much resolved like Caitlin's epilepsy never comes back again. I was like, oh, but only comes back for her just to be like, I have epilepsy. Remember? And it's like, <laughs> OK. 
yes, we know you're consistently quoting back to that episode. Mm-hmm. We get it. Yeah, it wasn't um, that, no, it didn't. that big. I think it, it adds a little bit more depth to the Joey character and kind of like the explaining kind of like the class clown, like kind of slacker thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, but uh, I guess, no, I guess for plot, the one shining feature in it is that it, we're getting some reconciliation between Joey and Caitlin. That's true. Okay. That's Which is true. Good. We are setting, we're setting up their reconnection and you know their on and off again deal yeah that like lasts for like four years <laughs> so long it's so long which we're here for mm-hmm. um so i would i would maybe give it a a six okay it's not amazing but it's like oh it's, it's a little it's a little something else yeah it's got a little, little something else that leaves us with 25.5 trapper keepers for testing one two three um which means testing one two three is in the one two three four the fifth place um position for degrassi high Ooh. out of like 11 episodes so. okay right there in the middle yeah it's okay It is average. <laughs> yeah, it's it is it is fine. Um, but that leads us to our special soundtrack. Whose turn is it this week? Um, it is your turn. Yes, your turn this week to go first. All right. So for this week's episode, I had some trouble picking one because this episode is about like girl like, me too school and like learning and stuff and i was like what but i decided to focus on joey and caitlin kind of coming back together and kind of rekindling that spark and i decided to settle on the dolly parton and kenny rogers classic islands in the stream because i feel like i love it isn't i love the song it's so cheesy it's a a cheesy like Mm -hmm. duet karaoke song but I liked it and I chose it because I feel like it's kind of like at the end of the day, Joey and Caitlin have their ups and downs, but like they're just, they're just kind of meant to be in together. And it's like, that's their whole, like, exactly. you know, we had all these, we had these turmoil, but we always come back together. Really. We're just two people and we're just kind of, we rely on each other and we come back. So I was in the stream. I also, their, their love affair is that, a little that corny. That's a very good pick. Their love affair is a little corny, too. Yes. So it's like corny cheesy. corny, cheesy teen love story, corny, cheesy song. Yeah, um, how about you? This week, I also had some difficulty, um, but I chose to go towards, like, um, Joey's overcoming adversity. And, you know, you you got to take the wins when you can. And I, I don't know, just like, you know, like keeping keep on keeping on and hold on yeah so i chose hold on by wilson phillips um because you know oh. like he's getting you know he's getting support he's getting support from caitlin and mm-hmm. you know and his friends i think at one point it, as also like um snake and and wheels like find out that he has a learning disability but like you know they, he chooses to accept it and just like okay like i'm gonna i'm gonna go to this to this class once a once a day and i'm gonna get the help i need so i can do well in school and hold yeah. down 
That song yeah. is so great. Someday, someday. I know. Okay, I'm I think I've also I also have been waiting for a reason to use it. So I'm like, ah, today's the day. No, I'm happy you did because I had another one that I was like, that has to be on the playlist at some point. So I'm happy you found this one. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good one. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, we are jumping into this new year. We are also going to close out with this season probably really soon. Two more episodes. Um, next week, we're doing episode 14, It Creeps. Synopsis. Lucy becomes director and writer of her first film, a feminist horror flick, starring the Zits, Simon and Caitlin, with Alexa, Tim, and Heather as crew. So stay tuned for that. It's like a fun, like Lucy episode. We haven't had a we haven't had a Lucy episode in a minute. Very long minute. So we're looking forward to the fashion. Of mm-hmm. course. We we've been we've been missing out on fashion for the past few episodes, so I'm happy about that. Yeah, we're going to talk feminism and horror. So I'm like, that's right up my alley. Um, Stay tuned. Keep chatting with us. We love to hear from you. And we're so happy to be embarking into this new year with all you lovely folks. Yes, we're so happy to have you here. And um, we hope that you had a good and safe new year and holiday season. And that you're like, fuck yeah, 2020 is over. Let's let's take on this bitch 2021 and um, try to survive again. <laughs> That's the goal. Yes, let's keep Just surviving. Out of here. Just hold on for one more <laughs> yes. day. If you hold on, things will go your way. Hold on for one more day. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you so yeah, much for listening. And as always, we'll catch you later, broomheads. Bye, broomheads. <laughs>